Yeah, 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 yeah. Happy Monday. It's Monday. Ugh. Oh, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays. Yeah. Monday, October 23rd. One week before Halloween, eight days before Halloween, I picked up some interesting, uh, some stuff to, uh, decorate the set with that I thought we could do on the stream. It's not a lot of stuff. It's just some spook, some, uh, spicy spook, uh, spooktacular, um, decorations. It is full on fall here in Wisconsin. Spending a lot of time, um, spending a lot of time putting away patio furniture, all that kind of crap. Not a big fan of that at all, but you know, it's part of it. We're now only potentially two weeks from two weeks from, um, better internet. Potentially, I saw, um, I saw Digger's hotline came. People are saying I'm dropping frames. Great. Neat. I don't really have anything open that could be eating up bandwidth right now, to be honest with you. Not that I can see. Let's see. God Galaxy, maybe that's downloading something. It should, uh, <clears throat> we are only, uh, allegedly, it's going to come in um, the first week in November. I've been trying to, like, keep that date out of my mind because, well... I'm still nervous that it won't happen. Is that any better? It may it may not be on my end to be honest with you because I've been um streaming you know, I haven't had any problem streaming for several weeks now. I haven't changed anything. So I don't actually think it's on my end. But we're only we're only uh potentially 2 weeks away from The weird thing is is I <clears throat> with Starlink, it's not that it's not that it's um I will not close any of my porn tabs. The um with Starlink I st I do peak I peak at like 20 megabits up um which is you know <clears throat> more than enough so like in terms of uploading my videos Starlink has been totally fine it just drops a lot of frames it's not even it doesn't even like have a crazy high ping either like um when I when I I could play like I could play Call of Duty online with it and it was fine I had like a 40 or 50 ping or something like that.
No, no, it might have been like 70. I mean, it's high, but not, you know, aw, you know, not crazy high. But for some reason, it, you know, it just drops a lot of frames when I'm streaming. So I spent $25,000 to run a piece of cable up my driveway. Pac-Man, the Packers need a coach and change. What do you think? How's the new pup? Uh, yes, they absolutely need offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. Both got to go. Strength and conditioning coach has to go. This team is... Uh, I've never seen a team in the NFL with more freaking injuries in my entire life. We're paying somebody a lot of money to keep our players healthy, and they're all dropping like flies for like the past three years. So, I, you know, whoever's in charge of that, you know, needs to go. Yeah, the... Um, I, I mean, if I was just living off satellite internet... I, it'd be totally like Starlink. I mean, it'd be a hundred percent fine, hundred percent fine. Um, except for the fact that, you know, I signed a contract with rumble to stream every day, which I didn't have when I first, um, you know, decided that Starlink would be okay. Should have seen the Titans injuries last year. Yeah, that's true. You're on Starlink 2, Jeremy. You know they just launched more second-gen satellites in space. It's now completely open in the U.S. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> but, you know, when I signed up for Starlink Business, they said I was going to have upload speeds up to 40 megabits, which it never it never got there. It very rarely gets the 20 they promise um, for business, which is $500 a month. But on top of that, um, what I'm thinking of, the reason I spent the $23,000 to run the cable up my driveway is that I'm not going to be, um, I'm not going to be like relevant on the internet forever. And, um, you know, I'm 40 now and, um, you know, I'm not going to be able to continue to pay $1,500 a month for internet, which was like two Starlink you know, backup and a, and a primary Starlink plus a backup Viasat for $500 a month. After like, you know, after my time is over here online, I have to be able to afford internet. So I spent the $23,000 now um, so that I can, <laughs> you know, pay $250 a month next, you know, $150 a month instead of 1500 Oh, thanks, Incredible Hulk. Oh, Mama Maggie. Yep, yep, that's right. Maggie is in chat. Shout out, Mama Megs. Appreciate you. You look 60 and fuzzy. Well, that's, you know, that's a thing. Lots of news from over the weekend. I don't know if I, I maybe I'll start with, um, the end of the world. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, <clears throat> jokes on you with Bidenomics to pay $1,500 a month anyway. Yeah, probably. So, China. So now we have China and Russia getting involved in the, um, in the Israel war. Uh, great news, everybody. I absolutely love 
I don't think you're that close to being washed up for what it's worth. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, I think I've got, if I can pivot and cover more like news stuff, I think uh, I can run this out another three to five years, which will be great. Um, so China has now sent warships um, that's allegedly, they're there on a peace mission. Days after the United States shuttled diplomacy in the Middle East, which culminated in President Joe Biden's historic wartime visit to Israel. By the way, fun fact. Fun fact about uh, Joe Biden. Did you know that in October of his third year in office, he has already set the all-time record for vacations for a president? Remember how every time Trump would take a three-day weekend and play golf at Mar-a-Lago, the entirety of the mainstream press would have a diarrhea attack? Uh, the puppy won't be here till Wednesday. Wednesday uh, night, which means you guys could probably see her Thursday, perhaps. Uh, Zai Jun, Beijing Special Envoy to the Middle East, has embarked on a whirlwind tour in the region aimed at promoting peace talks between Israel and Hamas. Even though Beijing still refuses to condemn or even name the Palestinian militant group in any of its statements, Zai has traveled to Qatar to attend a peace summit in Egypt, calling for a ceasefire, humanitarian access to Gaza, and reiterating China's support for a two state solution. It's unclear if he will visit Israel as Beijing has provided no details of the trip. Well, I can somebody, it's, I think it's awfully rich hearing uh, the CCP talk about a two-state solution. I think, that's, I think that that's pretty interesting. Now, my question is, what is the prevailing... What is the prevailing reason they can't just have a two-state solution? I know like a lot of people are going to say, oh, well, duh, this is why. Um, and, and I understand that I'm ignorant to it, but is it because neither one of them want to surrender the Holy Land? Yeah, two-state like Hong Kong. Yeah, right, exactly. Dr. O.K. says hot take, Hamas is gay. That is a hot take. Brokering peace is a tall order, especially for a country with little experience or expertise in meeting such long-running intractable conflict in a deeply divided region where it lacks meaningful political and security presence. Few experts in or familiar with the Middle East expect China's trip will lead to any concrete deliverables in peacemaking. Yeah, literally no one asked China. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Instead, they view it as a chance for China to tilt the global balance of power further in its favor as strategic competition with the United States heats up. Beijing is asking to use diplomatic mission to shore up its position as a champion of the Arab and global south, which has also been sympathetic to a Palestinian cause 
and dissatisfied with the American-led world order, experts say. The, the one guy refused to deal all them years ago. Stitch and Adam were talking about it last night. Yeah. Dr. Okay, hot take China is weak. That is a hot take. I don't think China is very weak. I think that they're in probably the best position they've ever been, uh, exacerbated by perhaps the worst president that we've ever had. By the way, uh, I have some decorations here that if um, Maggie was around, she'd be able to have fun with putting up. But today we're going to put them up on stream as a nice little... You know, people have been talking about like, I'm getting, you know, it's a lot of doom and gloom. So I thought I'd try to, where possible, enact like some, some, uh, levity, you know? So I've got some, some decorations. Let's see. Eh. 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 I had this sign. Eh? I think that's pretty cool. Got a couple other little things. <clears throat> do I have the Halloween trees? Uh, yes, I do. I actually have a six foot. Now nah, it's five feet. Halloween tree in my living room. Decorated. Lit. The BBC sports team was perfect. Oh, yeah, that is good. <clears throat> China is looking to play a diplomatic role by calling for calm and de-escalation at the same time, showing strong support for Palestine. Well, no kidding, they support Palestine. Watch the China show? Okay. I've seen, I've been referred to them a few times. Didn't uh, YouTube demonetize them too? Do brew that do says Hong Kong. Let's see how China feels about a two-state solution for Taiwan. Yeah, right? <clears throat> This should be seen as opportunistically. China does not have a huge track record of success in trying to be a neutral broker in this conflict, so that the most that China can do here is to offer symbolic diplomatic support. Jonathan Fulton, an Abu Dhabi-based senior non-resident fellow at the Atlantic Council, said China's mission will be to demonstrate China's solidarity with Arab causes and promote a different vision for the region than the U.S. does. China wants to be seen as an active, responsible, great power, but it doesn't really have the depth of engagement in the region that results in a leading position yet. Well, don't they own most of Africa by now? Pretty sure they own most of Africa right now. <clears throat> the spiraling crisis is a widening chasm in the global geopolitical landscape, a divide which has already been sharpened by Russia's brutal invasion of Ukraine. Yeah, real brutal. That division was on full display last week, hours before Biden landed in Israel to show solidarity with America's closest ally in the Middle East. Chinese leader Xi Jinping hosted his, quote, old friend Vladimir Putin in Beijing and hailed the deepening political trust between their countries. The two autocrats held detailed discussions on the conflicts in the Middle East and Ukraine, according to Putin, who described them as common threats that brought Russia and China close together. It's so curious that America's on the other side of both of them. 
doctor says uh, the China show is a good show, but they also are buying up our land and our debt. Yeah, they own like eight hundred ninety billion dollars of our debt. I think close to nine hundred billion of it, <clears throat> I believe. Since the war in Ukraine, this alignment has become increasingly obvious. We should call it an axis that's designed to strategic, strategically align against the United States and U.S. interests globally. Well, no kidding. You can include Iran in this relationship too. They have a broad objective of weakening the Western order at tacitly plays out in the region. 549,000 dead Ukrainian troops. That can't possibly be the real number. Can't possibly be. Meow. Eh. I let the cats in because why not? Here they all come. <clears throat> it's 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 curious, you know, China Russia plan to work together. I mean, all this stuff is all like you know proxy. It ends up as a situation where uh, people are involved. You know, it's like, oh, what is the United? What is, um, what does Israel Palestine have to do with China versus America? Nothing. They're just, you know, they're just inserting themselves so they can really make it about them. Speaking of China, John Stewart, who uh, I don't really care for, but he's like one of the, one of kind of the, your basic lib, like shit libs that get on TV but he occasionally has good takes. And I would say, you know, he's done good work with the 9-11 first responders, um, things of that nature. So, I mean, he has done some good things. He used to be better at calling out his own side. He used to be better at that. Now he really doesn't. He suffers from terminal TDS. Um, well, it turns out that he's got this show called The Problem with Jon Stewart. And uh, it's only airs on Apple Plus or Apple TV Plus. I don't know if you're an Apple user, if you get that for free or not, but it's just another, you know, the Apple TV Plus is just another um, streaming service. Uh, they've got, they've got uh, Severance, which is actually a really good show. Ted Lasso, people liked. Um, I can't really name anything else on there. I think there's some Jennifer Aniston show, isn't it? Like some morning show things. Um, the thing with John Stewart, yeah, Darth Raucus points out in chat. Sometimes Stewart's bad takes are at least funny. That was the thing. Like I watched, I used to watch The Daily Show happily, and um, you know back when Colbert was just a contributor and contribute and Colbert was actually funny. Even though like the show was like openly would, you know, I think when I actually watched the show, like Bush Jr. was our president whom I did not like. So, you know, him roasting Bush Jr. every night never really bothered me. Um, him slobbing on Obama's knob got a little old, but like, anyway, John Stewart has occasionally had the, a good take. So, He's on Apple TV with a late night talk show host, which our late night show, which apparently nobody watches. He's been 
fired or while his contract has been non-renewed. It depends. Each side is posturing for the PR war here. John Stewart is saying that he left because of more principles. Um, and Apple TV is indicating that it's a viewership thing. But the real truth is snagging John Stewart to host a political talk show after his departure from the Daily Show was one of Apple TV Plus's biggest achievements when the problem with Jon Stewart was first announced back in 2020, but ahead of production kicking off in the third season, Stewart and Apple have now parted ways over, quote, creative differences. Anyone want to guess what the creative differences were? Turns out it was criticizing China. Criticizing China is what got his show canned. Now, to John Stewart's credit, he did not bend the knee, allegedly. Allegedly. Again, both camps are spinning this. But supposedly, he had um, guests planned uh, that Apple didn't like. Now, they didn't say who that was. And that he had also planned shows that criticized China and artificial intelligence. Well, this is part of the problem when you have tech companies owning, buying into entertainment now. Jon Stewart's show was on Apple TV. Who makes Apple products? China. Apple TV was never going to let Jon Stewart criticize China. It would have been too risky for them. He also was set to criticize AI, which Apple TV was, again, never going to allow because Apple already relies heavily on AI with their Siri app and many other things. You know, AI is, I mean, it's the future. It's going to replace content creators. It's going to replace talk show hosts. It's going to replace so many things over time. Uh, Easter Sunday, Apple is heavily invested in China. Tim Cook is happy enough to pull his pants on and spread his cheeks for Chinese investors. 100% agree. Dr. OK, Gavin Newsom is going to China. What will he say about their pollution? Oh, nothing. Everyone knows China doesn't, doesn't have any pollution. So Apple's, Apple products are built in China. John Stewart wants to criticize China. No more John Stewart television show. So just when everyone wants to talk about how great Apple is, and how, you know, cool this kind of, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, no, they bent the knee to China too. So when it was, you know, Jack Dorsey Twitter, they bent the knee to China. They bent the knee to leftists. Apple TV bends the knee to China, bends the knee to leftists. Um, you know, even X. I know everyone doesn't like it when I criticize Elon Musk anymore. In fact, when I upload a video about Elon Musk, most people don't even watch anymore because they're like, I don't want him to say bad things about Space Daddy. But the fact of the matter is, according to a new report, over 83% of all censorship requests by foreign governments have been granted by Elon Musk. So when you have tech companies buying media, like um, Jeff Bezos buying the Washington Post and, um, you know, uh, other, you know, Bezos buys the Post, Elon buys Twitter, Apple TV has a streaming service. The all of these people serve the same master, and it's all China because my cheap stuff. 
Look, Americans, people all around the world, too, we're to blame for this. We, we are to blame for this. We have been demanding better and better stuff for fewer and fewer dollars for years and years and years. And that's why we're so deeply invested in China. And quite frankly, not just China, but places like Honduras, Taiwan, India. Americans want more and more stuff and we want to pay less and less for it. And then they're like, how could this have happened? How could we be so deeply uh, ingrained with the Chinese manufacturing? How could we possibly be so in, in deeply dependent on Honduran slave labor? How could this have happened? We want them to pay Americans $40 an hour to work on assembly lines. Plus, also, I want the latest, I want a brand new iPhone every year. And I want it to be cheap. The new season of The Morning Show is trash and woke. I couldn't get through one episode. That's unfortunate. I mean, the biggest lie, like, one of the biggest things that these industries have Americans on is this idea that we need a new phone every year. In my experience, buying a new phone every year has almost never led to me feeling like, oh, this is much better. It's just like the auto industry. The auto industry perfected. It perfected incremental updates, incremental upgrades, so that stupid Americans, myself included, would run out and buy new cars every three years because now it has... Um, a 10-speed transmission, and now it has my cat's chewing a twisty tie. Duck! This is why you're not allowed in here. Little poop. Don't chew on stuff. Damn, that was going to be a good rant, too. So, you know... I think as, you know, obviously as I've gotten older, I've uh, become more, you know, aware of this. Plus I sold cars, so I learned about it firsthand. The idea that like, you absolutely have to get a new car. Like there used to be a, a time when a car having 100,000 miles on it was a lot. And people got used to like, people got used to like saying, oh, I need a, you know, I need a new car. I've got 100,000 miles on it. The fact of the matter is, in 2023, 100,000 miles on your car is nothing. You shouldn't even be thinking about it to 150. Remember when a new phone was $300, now they're 1400 Yeah, remember, remember when they... Dude, don't... Hey, everyone works a job, you know, don't shit on me for work selling cars. It's not like I wanted to be a car salesman. I don't think a lot of people go into that job thinking like this is my dream job the yeah i'll take that to another level it's not even remember when they were 300 remember when they were free remember when you would get a free phone with a two-year contract you used to get a free smartphone with a two-year contract and now they're fooled us into paying full price for a phone 13 12 13 1400 they trick people into buying a new laptop every year. That's, by the way, early on when I was in computer repair. So I, I worked at a computer repair shop from like 2000 to 
2002 on and off. And I don't know how to equate it to modern day processors because I don't, um, I don't keep up with it anymore. But this is at a time when, while I was repairing computers and working for a computer repair shop, Pentium 2s were going away. Pentium 3s were coming out. And then near the end when I stopped working, Pentium 4s were out. I kept selling these stupid... People would come in and they would build these stupid... they come in and they'd say, they'd say, I need a new computer. Um, our shtick was that we custom built them, right? They would come in, they would say, I need a new computer. Okay, cool. Um, I got to have the brand new RTX, whatever, you know, the top of the line video card, whatever the new one is. And I got to have whatever the maximum RAM was at the time. Like at that time, having like 512 megabytes of RAM or a gig of RAM was a lot. I got to have a gig of RAM. I got to have the the fastest chip. I got to have a video. I got to have, you know, the top of the line video card. Um, I need to have a 7,200 RPM hard drive, which was the, the new tech at the time. Um, and then, you know, it would be like $2,800 or something like that for the tower. And it's like, okay, well, what are you going to, what do you do with it? Oh, well, I'm, I surf the web and I'm on, and I do like Microsoft Excel. Like it's my belief at that time, I used to tell, we used to sell used computers and we'd sell the hell out of them. Because I would get all these old processors in and I would build up these computers. And it was like, it was my position that the whole world could, 80% of everyone could have, would have been fine with a Pentium 2 and like a fresh clean install of Windows 98 at that time. Like all anyone needed was a Pentium 2 with like a decent video card and a clean Windows 98 install. And that's all they need. But everyone fools themselves into, you know, I need this, that, and the other thing. I got to be the best. I got to have the newest stuff. And it was just so dumb. I was like, oh, what are you going to do? Well, I use Kazad. I download, you know, I download porn and, and MP3s. Yeah, cool. Cool. So why do you need a top of the line tower? And then why are you going to whine and complain about how much it costs? Hey, bad kitty. This cat, man, I'm telling you. This segment is not brought to you by MetaPCs and Quartering. You know what it is brought to you by, though? You know what it is brought to you by? Field of Greens. I won't nag you about your diet. I don't always eat healthy either, obviously. But I will share that the Mayo Clinic says that if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables a day. I don't and probably won't. That's why I take Field of Greens. Unlike others, each fruit and vegetables in Field of Greens was medically selected uh, by doctors to support your vital organs like heart, lungs, kidneys, and immune system. Flu season is here, and I trust Field of Greens to help me stay healthy. And I never learned that more than over the past couple of years when I'm just like, I kept getting sick. I just can't get sick anymore these days. I can't take time off work. So I try to do what I can to stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast. You'll never... Feel better with more energy. You'll notice your skin, hair, and nails also look healthier. If you don't always eat right and exercise, join me and take Field of Greens. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code thequartering. That's fieldofgreens.com. Promo code thequartering, one word. 
uh, Tony Rainey says, I know the people, the exact people you're talking about, Jeremy. Yeah, I mean, but it's the same thing with cars too, right? It's the same thing with cars, same thing with cell phones. I absolutely have to have the new whatever, whatever. Why? Well, this camera has a 100x optical zoom. Okay, what are you, are you taking pictures of airplanes? Well, no. Okay, well, what do you need a 100x optical zoom for? I don't know. I just need it. I need a 586 with a 56K modem with a Voodoo 2 for Excel, not Quake. Yeah, that was the rig at the time. Like a Pentium 1. Uh, like a Pentium 1 with uh, a Voodoo 2 or two Voodoo 2s in SLI mode. That was the first time you could do SLI mode back then was Voodoo 2s. I'm going to close the door. Cats need to stay out. Yeah. Back in that day, you would play, you would play, uh, Turok, Quake, Quake 2, Duke Nukem 3D, Unreal Tournament Edition. Those are the popular games. Jackson Hinkle has been banned on YouTube for the next two weeks. I'm not sure who that is. The Voodoo Banshee was actually no one guy. That was my very first video card. I think it had 16 megabytes, either eight or 16 megabytes of my first gaming PC was a Celeron 266 overclocked to 400 with a Voodoo Banshee because I couldn't afford a Voodoo 2. Um, I think that was a 2X AGP. It had a CD burner in it by the brand. I'm not kidding. The brand that made my CD burner was called Smart and Friendly. It was a 2X CD burner, which meant... For 60 minutes of audio, it would take 30 minutes. That was when you really had to think about your what tracks you put on there. The cats just missed their Auntie Maggie. That explains acting up. Well, yeah, now I'm going to have to decorate my set today on stream, and it's probably going to be a huge mess because you didn't do it. I have a funny story. You're going to think that I'm making this up. You're going to think that I'm making this up. Have you done a Sniper Wolf update? No, because all the Sniper Wolf videos tanked. Jackson Hinkle was banned on YouTube. I don't see anything about it. Are you guys just memeing? SLI itself was an NVIDIA tech that 80% of games didn't support. Yes, that's correct. You're going to think this is a joke, but it is 100. I assure you, it is real. Okay? The New York Times rehires Hitler praising Solomon whatever, Hidji, to cover Israel-Hamas war. A New York Times reporter who came under fire last year for praising Adolf Hitler in multiple resurfaced Facebook posts was now rehired by the Gray Lady to cover the Israel-Palestine war. Palestinian filmmaker Solomon, who gives a crap, hailed the Nazi leader as recently as 2018 on Facebook when he shared a photo of himself captioned that he was, quote, in a state of harmony, just as Hitler was during the Holocaust. 
That same year, he was hired by the New York Times as a freelance journalist and worked on a slew of, quote, visual investigations published by the organization through 2021, including one on an Israeli airstrike that killed 44 people. In a 2018 post, included a 2012 Facebook post where he wrote, How great you are, Hitler, in Arabic alongside a Photoshop image of Hitler, seemingly taking a selfie were on Earth last year. When pro-Israel outlets called out the Times for hiring an anti-Semitic journalist as freelancers, at the time, Hidji doesn't appear to be working for the Times anymore and since had taken down his controversial pro-Hitler posts. Who would have thought? However, the Times has now rehired the anti-Semitic freelancer. Their byline has appeared in the publication nearly every day since October 12th, with the latest story from Gaza published on Thursday. He wrote a piece titled, At the Hospital in Southern Gaza, a Backup Generator Becomes a Critical Lifeline, about a facility two miles from the Ali Arab hospital bombing by Palestinian terrorist group that falsely blamed Israel on the attack. By the way, this guy also blamed Israel for that. A Times spokesperson defended the outlet's decision to rehire him. Quote, we reviewed problematic social media posts. Now, just so we're clear, just so we're clear, the New York Times says the post is a pro-Hitler post. A pro-Hitler post was simply problematic. That is YouTube's definition. He took a variety of actions to ensure he understood our concerns and could adhere to our standards if he wished to do freelance work for us in the future. Once Israel denied any involvement, the New York Times swapped out its headline that said, Hundreds dead in blast at Gaza Hospital, Palestinians say. Mr. Hiji followed those steps and has maintained high journalistic standards. He has developed, delivered important and impartial work at great personal risk in Gaza during this conflict. I mean, this guy has literally praised... I mean, this guy hates Jewish people. It's clear he hates Jews. Even You had even the um, Dave Portnoy. <laughs> Dave Portnoy wrote this. Listen, I know that Barstool Sports is not a place for politics or heavy social commentary. However, having said that, this story needed to be blogged in my opinion. Like I already knew the New York Times were pieces of shit. It's been eye-opening over the past few years to see just how devious, dishonest, and treacherous they actually are. They are activists masquerading as journalists who don't have a shred of morality uh, or interest in truth. But even I was surprised at this latest revelation. The New York Times literally hired a man who has openly professed his love of Hitler and the Nazis to be covering the conflict in the Middle East, Middle East for them. He looks like he eats enough. Now, unlike a lot of issues in this war, there isn't much of a gray area here. Nobody is denying that this guy posted these aforementioned pro-Hitler memes. And the New York Times is not denying that he's covering the war for them. They're not denying that he contributed to their story about the Hamas bomb that malfunctioned and landed near a hospital that the Times originally and incorrectly said Israel launched and killed 500 people. Nope, they are openly admitting that yes, this person is their boots on the ground correspondent, 
But don't worry, everybody. The New York Times knows he loves Hitler and wants to gas the Jews, but they've assumed uh, assured us that they won't affect their coverage of the time. It won't affect the coverage or the Times coverage of this war. But a used gamer laptop two years ago, play Sims 4, and it keeps freezing on me. Tolls and told me I have no space. Help. What do I do? Do I get a handle on what do I get that can handle Sims 4? Sims 4 is actually a pretty beefy. Uh, it has a lot of high video requirement. Um, you know, anything from Meta will handle it almost certainly. Um, you need something with at least a, uh, if you're looking on the used market, at least a 2080 Ti um, laptop edition or a 30 ser 3000 series video card. Because remember, the Sims 5 comes out in like a couple of months. They continue, ah, so the guy who loves Hitler and wants to gas the Jews said he wouldn't let all that hatred for all the Jews affect his covering his work covering the war. Got it. <laughs> Again, this post isn't about who's right and wrong right now in the Middle East. I get it's a long, complicated history in that region, but I do think there should be a few things all humans agree on. Hamas are terrorists. If you can't condemn murdering women and children and taking innocent civilians as hostages, then you are part of the problem and not the solution. And lastly, people who love Hitler and the Nazis probably should not be reporting on the war for New York Times. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's probably true. You know, that's probably, that's probably true. Let's go to something a little more interesting. There's a new video circulating the internet. It's only 67 seconds long, but it has the internet divided in a heated debate and whether or not this woman just knows her value or is in fact um, and a perfect example of supreme lack of self-awareness, supreme overvaluing. I happen to think that this woman, now we're going to see, you're going to have to let me know what you think, but... Um, I believe this woman overvalues herself greatly and uh, probably is going to end up old and alone uh, with many cats. And for the record, I love cats. I have five of them. Uh, but this idea of, you know, this modern feminism, it seems like, you know, body count is both praised and um, hated by opposite, you know, sides of the agreement. But this is a strong, independent whammon who don't need no man. And the internet's divided on it. You know, they're trying to decide if this, if this chick is based and cool or not. Uh, but let's, let's see. The question is, what's the most... What's the most a man should spend on a first date? So first of all, what's the most a man should spend on a first date? Anybody who's not a moron would say, well, it depends how old they are, first of all. If you're 18 years old, 19 years old, 17 years old, you might spend $40. You go out to dinner, maybe you go to a movie. So call it $50. And uh, yes, the guy should probably still pay. Um, 
you know, I was always a guy that was, it was always pretty much whoever had the money when it was early on in our relationship. Um, I think right now, if you're in your thirties or forties, I think if you're spending on a first date, I mean, you're going to spend a hundred eating dinner and you're going to spend, you know, if you go out for, if you have dinner and drinks, just being honest, two people, I just went out to dinner at this local, like there's this like wave of these new hippie re- hipster restaurants around where I live. So they're, they're like this old fashioned restaurant, like they the old fashioned, the drink is like a big deal. So I got, I got chicken. My girl got risotto, which was undercooked because everyone who has risotto on your menu, how about half of the people can actually cook it. And it's, it's so annoying. If you can't cook risotto, don't have it on your menu. Anyway, she got risotto. I got chicken and we each had two drinks and it was $109. You put a $20 tip on that. It's 130 bucks for dinner. Now, if you don't drink, you obviously can get, get away a lot cheaper, but I would think modern day, if you're in your thirties or forties, that first date's probably costing you 200 bucks. I, I would guess, um, you know, if you go for dinner and if you have drinks or if you go to dinner and a movie, you know, whatever the case is. I feel like if I'm going to get ready and I'm going to use all my products to come out with you, I need like a minimum of $200, a minimum. And that's like being nice. A minimum. And that's like being nice. Um, again, I think that (laughs) when, as a man who is planning for the date, um, and as a man who is planning on the date, that's what I would probably plan on. But the way this woman is like, um, if I'm going to use all my makeup and my products, um, then you're going to have to pay for that. First of all, no man has demanded you put that goop on your face. You do that. And by the way, it isn't men that, that pressure women into putting all this expensive stuff on their face. It's other women. Okay. It's, the unrealistic beauty standard per- per- perpetrated on them by Hollywood. It's not men. In fact, as a man, now again, I'm older, but I would most certainly prefer the girl I'm out with has light makeup or no makeup at all. Because nobody wants to wake up next to somebody complete- who looks completely different than they did the night before. And what does a man get in return for that? My presence. <laughs> My presence? I If... I don't know if you can see it, but you can look at her face and uh, you can see she's completely offended by that question. By the way, both of these girls look like they're, I'm not going to say it. They're going to the club, but you know, I would never date a girl that dresses like this. Um, That's like bedroom attire. But aren't you having his presence within you already? Yes. I hear you, but no. (laughs) Oh, it's a double standard. It's a double standard. Now, to be fair, you don't have to... Sp- Look, I, I would think that a first date, if it's a first date, you don't have to spend any money. You don't have to say... You don't have to... The man is not required to spend any money. It's, after all, women are strong, independent women who don't need no man. You could go to a park. You could go walk. Like in, where I live, you go walk to, on the break wall in, in Port Washington. You could go to a play... You could um, go for coffee. It's just a first date. When you're dressed like these women who are seeking attention, um, fellas, just stay away from women that dress like this. I think that is the safest advice I'm ever going to give you. 
I mean, like, I'm here oh, is to it get different? to know you. I'm here to get to know you. You invited me out. But he has to drop $200. Yeah. Because Minimum. I, yeah. Because just, you just because, just because you have to do your makeup? <laughs> um, because I have to... Uh, she just realized there's a great moment where she like um you know her friend is like just wearing silk bed sheets but like you know this this girl would probably look a lot prettier if she wasn't trying if she hadn't set her makeup gun to whore like if she dressed more modestly and didn't have cake she has a lot of cake face by the way she's got a lot of shine going on here so she her powder game is weak okay but she just realized she walked into a trap. Okay. Uh, so uh, we're going to do the math. My moisturizer is $400. My eye cream is $300. My serum is like another $300. Who cares? Nobody told you to buy that. You're an absolute, you know, you willingly purchased those items. It's not the man's fault that you overspent on designer makeup. And by the way, it's also only one application. So if your face cream's $400, but you use it, for one date, he's technically on the, if it lasts 30 days, he's only on the hook. He's only on the hook for $10, not the full price. And by the way, if a woman is expecting the man to pay for their makeup, um, she needs like, uh, she needs a lot of help. Well, there's my makeup, you know, not included. So if I have to spend, you know, that's my money. I'm oh. spending my money on these products. I'm going to use these products. Who are you using them for, though? Ha! Okay. Who are you using for? Myself? Okay. I'd be willing to bet that this girl who looks like she's wearing a $7 dress um, probably hasn't spent $1,200 on makeup. If she has, nobody's told her how to apply it. She looks like, uh, you know, Ronald at McDonald. And by the way, women, uh, uh, my, I, you know, my 6% of female viewers, you know, know absolutely that, uh, you don't need to spend that kind of money on, on creams and all the other kind of stuff. You could absolutely, you could absolutely do your makeup for a lot less. What she's doing is making a choice on spending all that kind of stuff, uh, but making it the guy's fault. I'm going to use these products and I'm going to show up because it's not like I'm going to show up in sweats. The man doesn't owe you anything if you're just getting to know each other. If you're inviting me out, you owe me a date. <laughs> oh my God. I would be willing to bet that this girl has a body count in the triple digits too. Um, the idea, the, the, um, the fact that, uh, you know, by the way, she could spend some of that money on a gym membership. I mean, I know I'm fat. Okay. I accept that. But this girl has a boy's body because her stomach sticks out farther than her chest. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying if she's going to be that superficial ladies, don't get mad at me, fellas. I'm just saying somebody who is this, who is this self-centered and this vein could probably do some crunches and maybe she'd need less makeup. Now, the Tate, I saw the Tate brothers disagreeing with this, saying, oh, that's a woman that knows her worth. Um, huge disagree. This is a woman that thinks 
she knows her worth. But in fact, it is insane entitlement. I'm just saying, I didn't bring looks into it. She did. And I'd be willing to bet you if she wore sweats to the first date, she'd probably have better luck finding a man. Because you're trying to trick him. You're trying to trick men into thinking, this is how I really look. If you showed up in sweats and just like, you know, kind of did your hair and put some light makeup on for a first date, I think I would be way more impressed than seeing you like go full cake face and spend all this money to look like something you're not. How to call yourself an escort without calling yourself an escort. She gives women a bad name. I mean, Mozilla said, forget it. I'll go to the Philippines. She looks like she could work in the Philippines. She's not, you know, terribly unattractive, but the second she opens her mouth, she goes to a hard zero. I mean, by the way, this is a low res video. I don't think she's that attractive. Um, and that dress is, is trash. It's like she bought it from a spirit Halloween. But, uh, yeah, I'd say if you if you if you're around anybody like this, probably don't spend any time with them. That's just that's just one man's opinion. Um, she seems like a whore. Is that is that is that uh? <laughs> She seems like a whore to me. She probably has had sex with more than 50 men who all the, who realize that the only uh the only like if they just spend money she'll have sex with them. That's that's what, you know. She's just a whore. She is impressed by money. She's impressed like impressed by status. And she has no self-esteem. Probably had more black guys in her than police headquarters in Chicago. <laughs> she looks like she takes taco shits. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? What is it? What does that even mean? By the way, I appreciate everyone tuning in. Great Monday show already. Um, you know, over 4,100 people here watching. We had a great show on Friday. We had uh, Robert Barnes, constitutional lawyer here. And um, I think we peaked at almost 7,300 people. Um, and uh, I really felt inspired by that. I was like, oh, damn, we really can get to 10,000. We really could get to 10,000 concurrent viewers. You know, if I keep bringing on, I think that the key will be to bring on people who are popular on Rumble to first, like, find, to make friends with all the people who are already here on Rumble. I find, I found that, you know, I, even when I streamed with freaking Roseanne Barr, um, it wasn't as big as streaming with um, Alex Jones or Viva Frey or Robert Barnes. 
So I got to get like Salty back on. I got to get um, Dan Bongino, hopefully, maybe Crowder. Um, you know, I think, yeah, the, I, think, um, I think the show with Barnes went really well. I think um, that was my, that was one of my smoother interviews. Like I thought I stayed out of his way. I did a better job kind of staying out of his way than I normally do. Um, and, uh, I think overall it went pretty well. Violence is too young to know Roseanne. Oh, that's definitely not true, bro. I bet you the average age of people watching me right now is like 35 to 50. And if you're in that range, you absolutely know who Roseanne Barr is. Like no question about it. Yeah, Bongino, I got invited to go watch that movie at Mar-a-Lago. Here's the thing that kind of bummed me out, friends. This kind of bummed me out. Um, so I get this email. I get this email. You should count as two entry required. Uh, I get this email from Rumble. And they're like, great news. You're invited to Mar-a-Lago to screen Police State. And I was like, cool. That's cool. Awesome. Now, as a content creator, as somebody who is then like, I know this is going to, you tell me if I, let's, let's play am I the asshole, A-I-T-A, okay? You tell me if I'm the asshole or not. Now, hopefully I don't poison the well too much in how I s describe how it goes, but I get an email from I get an email from Rumble and they're like, "Great news, you're invited to Mar-a-Lago black tie event." Um for an advanced screening of Police State. And I was like, "Okay. Um you can't answer already." Um and I was like, "Cool, cool. Uh awesome. Yeah, when is it? Uh, I'll definitely go." Um, you know, what, you know, as can you guys help set up any interviews, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then they're like, no, we can't really do anything like that. You know, we're just, this is just a ticket. And I said, okay, cool. Like, are you guys handling airfare? Are you paying for airfare and hotel? And they said, no. So then I said, well, I'm not going. Am I the asshole? Like I'm supposed to go there to promote your movie. You know how much it costs, how much it will cost for me to fly to Florida and get a hotel to go watch a movie that I'm not even really that interested in to that. Like the exchanges, the, ex, the station, wait, I'm the asshole. That can't be. I feel like the, the implicate, I think that the trade-off is that we want you to, we want you to promote our film. we want you to perform our promote our film then you should pay for my plane ticket and hotel like that's a lot of money i, I would say that like i don't want them to pay me i just want them to pay for my plane ticket and hotel it would cost me like probably $2000 to fly there just to see the movie you know wow I guess I am 
that's like you got to look at it from my perspective. I'd be spending two grand to go see a movie that then I would both be expected to promote for free. Um, and then by the way, I have to work remotely. I lose money because I can't put out as many videos, all that kind of stuff. For me, it's like, no way. Like the, the, I have to pay a lot of money. It would cost me two grand just to get there. Right. And then I'm how many days am I gone? Am I gone three days, two, three days. Then I got to turn around and fly back. I miss days of work. Um, you know, you ask Jeremy out, it's going to cost you. Yep. It's $2,000 minimum. 2000. You got to spend $2,000 to get me on a first date. It's not like they were, it's not like they were mad about it, but I don't want them to stop inviting me to things. But like, even, um, I, I, even I went to, with the California debate thing, you know, like, um, uh, with the California debate, I would have went, but it's my cost. So I got to fly to LA, stay in an LA hotel, probably get stabbed by a homeless man or have some like crazy person poop on my shoe. A lot of people are talking about the business opportunities that exist. These events don't really work like that. I got to be honest with you. Everyone's kind of doing their own thing. You can maybe shake a hand or two, but you're probably not getting some awesome collaboration out of it. You know? That's the thing. Like, every time I travel, every time I travel to, um, you know, do one of these collaborations or go to a convention or whatever, that kind of stuff, like... It never works out that way. I never do. Like, even when I was in Milwaukee, I was supposed to do something with Luke Rodkowski. We were hanging out, like, nonstop for two days. We filmed nothing. That's probably a me problem. You know, to be honest. That's probably a me problem. But if it, if it was, like, in Chicago, I would have done it. If it was in Chicago, I would have ate the hotel because then I could just drive there. Quit crying about the money. Bro, is $2,000 nothing to you? Plus, it's just a thought experiment. Why are you getting so angry? Like, why, why get so mad, Dark War, dem, dark war Demon? Just talk, I'm just making conversation. People think that, like... I mean, $2,000 is still a lot of money to me. <laughs> like, that's a lot of money. It's a business expense. God, we just went through the business expense thing. It is a business expense, but it's, I still have to pay $2,000. You know? Oh, my God. I'm going to buy one of these soundproof things. I'm going to fucking burn it. Stop spamming that stuff. A $2,000 business expense is effectively, if you have a 30%, you know, tax rate, I'm still paying $1,400. Sounds like a chick on whatever podcast. Stop turning on me. Guys, subscribe to my OnlyFans. Chicago is mega country. Don't forget. Yeah, actually, I'd be safe. I'd be safe there. 
So if I got, if you got donated 2K, would you do it? I don't want you guys to pay for it. Plus, I think it's passed already. I think it's, when is it? I think it, did it happen already? I've lost control of the chat. Yeah. Stop turning on me, chat. I love that we can disagree. Let me see. It's called Police Day, right? It's shocking how many people don't understand how taxes work. Yeah, right. Your time plus 2K is a lot of money. Thank you. Yes, that also goes on. That is still... Oh, no. It's not till October 11th. I have till October. So it would be on... November, it would be in November. I could still agree to it. Maybe you guys are convincing me that I should go for the up. Here's what here's I don't know if I can say this or not. I'm not going to give out any addresses. I'm oh, by the way, the 2K is just me guessing on what it would take. You know, I'd have to take a business class plane from I don't know where you would land. I don't know where Mar a Lago even is. If you would fly into like, uh, Probably flying to Miami, I think. I don't know. Um, so you get... There's a red carpet, which I would not want to attend. Okay. And then there's remarks by Dinesh D'Souza uh, and Dan Bongino. And then you watch the movie. And then you go home. That's it. That's the whole thing. You go there, you go to whatever red carpet, which would be not for me, right? You watch the movie and then you leave. Just get a private plane like Tim. Yeah, all right. All I need is $500,000 a month and membership income like Tim. Uh, the real Kaya says, Dinesh is a D-bag. I spent $500 for a Vegas VIP to 2,000 mules, and I didn't get to see the movie because the staff never provided the address. That's crazy. Promote my coffee on the right. If Trump was there, do you think Trump would be there? Like, if Trump was there, that might be spicy. If I could get a chance to... You know, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about Dinesh D'Souza and I don't want to like badmouth him. But what I will say is I thought it was weird that he was, how much was he charging to see that, watch a digital movie? Like $40 or something like that. It was crazy. If 2K was no big deal, they would have paid it for you with no question. Good point. Thank you. Chats come back around. All my posturing has worked. I think tickets to one show at one theater showing it in my area were 25 bucks. Uh, okay. I can still, I can still, I can still write back and I can still agree to go up until October 11th. So I still have two weeks to tell him if I want to go or not. Oh, it was $20? That's still too much for an online VOD. I actually don't have a problem with people charging for like... Wait, I missed all your Rumble rants on Friday? Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Lord of the Re, my apologies. 
I was a little, I was getting a little anxiety because the chat was moving so fast and I, that was my, my mess up. Sorry. They should at least cover the flight proper, probably. Well, what else? Here's what I'll say. I think it would be different if it was like a rumble party, right? But the purpose of this is to promote the movie. It's so that I go out and talk about the movie so Dinesh D'Souza can make more money. So if the purpose of having me, you know, the I'm sorry, the purpose of having me there is to sell more tickets, then you should pay for me to be there. That's all I, that's all I say. I, I'll never understand businesses that don't understand that very basic thing, you know? I mean, Dinesh has tons of money. Dude paid you for chats. Make it up to him. For say, What do you mean make it up to him? I said I'm sorry. What are you yelling at me for? Wow, people are so angry. Lord of the Re, I see you. I'm happy to shout out anything you uh, put into. Barnes... Bad mouth Dinesh, but said he will be at the premiere. But he doesn't he live down there? Bro, it's four hundred dollars round trip from Wisconsin. No, it isn't. It's at least twelve hundred to fifteen hundred dollars for a business class ticket from Milwaukee to Miami. It's not four hundred. I've made that flight plenty of times. <laughs> Molten salt, yeah. $25,000 run a cable at $40 for a movie. That is, hey, well, that cable is going to actually save me money after two years. I don't fly cattle class. No, hell no. And, 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 and by the way, anyway, with my size, like, I can't, you know? 400 if you fly with the plebes. Yeah, I'm not flying with the plebes. So interesting video. Let's talk about let's talk about something else. As soon as the military draft starts, there's gonna be a lot less feminists calling for equality. I hate to admit it, I really do, but I need help from a man. to do about this this is a ken problem i'm a barbie i don't have a ladder barbie doesn't need ladders uh yeah i'd say <clears throat> i just bought tickets to police state for my parents and yeah they were 26 bucks a piece i can't go because i'm working till eight yeah i don't i mean there's a fine line with conservatives in charging for their product like i don't have a problem with people charging for it I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, you should be giving it away for free. But uh, conservatives often go too far the other way. Like they go too far the other way and they say like, oh, um, you know, I'm going to charge $50. You know, 
Like, that's too much. Florida 3, I've been trying to get auto syndication for both of my Rumble channels, but every time I get this error and it says try again later, I've been trying for a couple weeks. Any suggestions? Um, email me your channel, like the links to your Rumble and YouTube channels at thequartering at gmail.com and I'll send it to Rumble. She doesn't need a ladder. She needs a brain. Oh. A person waving the trans BLM LGBTQ progress flag at the Palestine rally. Let's see how this goes. Now we can see it right here in the center of the screen. Trans rights, everybody. BLM. Shaka Khan. Okay, we all agree, right? Shaka Khan. Here it is. Watch it in the center. Here's a bunch of Palestinians. Someone ripped it down. Here's a different angle, right? Here's, it's over here in the upper left hand of your screen. There it was, and it got it just was up right there. It gets ripped down, and they run away with it. Took their flagpole and their flag. Queers for Palestine. All these dumb woke leftists. Like, they, they keep supporting... They keep supporting uh, this stuff. Do they have any idea what, how Muslims view gay people? They literally throw them off the roof. Like, that's not hyperbole. That's the truth. There are many Muslim-run countries where they will murder you for being gay. H hilariously, they'll, they'll rape men, too. They rape the men and they're like, you must die. You are gay. That's not Arab. That was a bad impression. It's like, bro, didn't you just butt rape that guy? I'm not gay. He's gay. Stone him. And then the, the, these people are so desperate. The, the, these people are so desperate to be a part of low resistance that they stick their nose in all these conflicts and they have no idea that uh, people hate them. These people hate them. By the way, did you see this story? Boy, my rant on the, on the $2,000 trip to Mar-a-Lago really pissed a lot of people off. It lost like 500 viewers. Oof. 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 Also, I think I'm asking, am I the a-hole and properly frames a question of circumstance? I don't think that you or Rumble was being the a-hole. And I think they understand that not everyone they invited will go. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I don't think they're mad. A lot of Palestinians are Christian too. Are they the ones electing Hamas? Sean King insists that he in fact helped hostages escape, American hostages escape Hamas. Turns out that was a lie. Now you may know him as Talcum X. You may know him as um, the mayonnaise. No. What are some of other? What some? What are also Talcum X's names? Sean King got a lot of these names. Oh no, Rumple, that sucks. 
Sean King gets a lot of these names um, because he pretends to be black and many in the black community accurately point out he is at best mixed um, and some people outright believe he's not black at all. Some people know him as Martin Luther Cream, Talcum X. Um, some people know him as the something with mayonnaise. I forget. Um, Black Lives Matter activist Sean King has been branded a liar by the family of two American hostages who he claims he worked frantically behind the scenes to free from Hamas. Natalie Shoshana Renan, 17, and her mother Judith Ty Renan, 59, arrived back in Israel late on Friday, having left Gaza via Egyptian-controlled crossing. King, who has a history of contentious statements, claimed on Instagram that he had helped free the women. The Renans were two of over 200 hostages taken by the Islamic terror group following their shock slaughter of at least 1,400 in Israel on October 7th. King said, of dozens, said that dozens of us worked on freeing that the Renan family have been supporters of mine and protested police violence in America alongside us. But the family says King is lying and he did nothing to help the two women uh, to their freedom, saying in a statement, quote, first and foremost, we make it clear that he is lying. Our family does not and did not have anything to do with him, Sean King, neither directly nor indirectly, they told TMZ, not to him and not to anything he claims to represent. Uri Renan, Natalie's father, later said to the Daily Beast that his son had been contacting King, but he had nothing to do with the release. We reached out to many people far and wide to bring Natalie and Judith to safety. We are not affiliated with Mr. King, he said, but my, Ben, my son, was talking with him without anybody in the family even knowing about it. Our family in Israel posted the statement denying we knew him before we learned about Ben talking to him, Renan added. We have nothing further to say. I mean, imagine that, like literally claiming that you're responsible for freeing slaves. I mean, uh, freeing, um, what's the word, hostages from terrorists and uh, Chaka Khan and Tupac Sugar over here had nothing to do with it whatsoever. Somebody asked, why is this news? Well... I mean, this dude claimed he freed American hostages from from uh, terrorist clutches, but did absolutely nothing of that. Did nothing like that at all. Never has. I won't nag you about your diet, by the way. I've got a great sponsor for this stream. I don't always eat healthy either. But I will share that the Mayo Clinic says if you want to prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and veggies every day. I don't, and you probably won't. That's why I take Field of Greens. Unlike the others, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs like heart, lungs, kidneys, and immune system. 
Flu season is here, and I trust Field of Greens to help me stay healthy. And that's the truth. Field of Greens works fast. You'll feel better, you'll feel better with more energy. You'll notice your skin, hair, and nails look healthier too. If you don't always eat right and exercise, join me and take Field of Greens. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code THEQUARTERING, one word. That's promo code THEQUARTERING at fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com. Yeah, I mean, I I just I just slam it too. Some people like I just put it in a jug like this and just I just crush it, flood my body with. After the like past couple of years, like getting COVID, which you know I don't I can't pretend that to say that this would prevent that, but like just keeping my immune system up has become more important to me because like like when I get sick now, it's like for a week, and it sucks. And now that I have a daily live show, I can't really afford to to get sick. Now, do you want more news or do you want to decorate the set now? <laughs> Vitamin C and D at the first sign of trouble. Yeah. I even started doing, um, I started drinking like, uh, or doing like, um, zinc and all sorts of other stuff. Decorations. I'll do one more news story and then we'll do the decorations. Dave Chappelle had a, uh, a walkout apparently at his latest set <clears throat> in which he denied, I guess, being there. Comedian Dave Young criticized the United States for backing Israel's quote war crimes against Palestinians during a live performance on Boston in Boston on Thursday, prompting audience members to walk out. The controversial comment comic made the remarks during the show at TD Garden on Thursday. Chabelle condemned Hamas's October 7th attack on Israel that left 1,400 Israelis dead, but blasted what he claimed were Israel's war crimes in Gaza, sparking some pushback from the crowd. People in attendance told the outlet. The brouhaha started when a member of the audience told Chappelle to shut up. I actually believe it was shut the F up. After he, after he said he didn't think people should lose their jobs for supporting Palestinians. I actually agree with that. I mean, to me, unless you're outright celebrating terrorism, um, I don't, I, I certainly don't understand, or I don't think that, you know, you need to have your life ruined. I mean, I would, I would, if you, let's say hypothetically that there are innocent civilians in Palestine, which I suspect there are, okay? People that just want to live their life. I don't have any problem wanting the best for them. Um, I think that, you know, what you're seeing now, what you're seeing now is that, uh, I don't know how to say this without sounding crazy, but I guess a lot of people are getting their eyes open to a lot of people in positions of power. Is that too vague? I mean, let's just be honest. A lot of Jewish people are in the legal field and Wall Street, and I completely understand a Jewish person not wanting to hire somebody who's celebrating 
who is celebrating a terrorist attack or even perceived, you know? If people are expressing, there is a difference between expressing support for the Palestinian people and expressing support for Hamas. And if you think it's exactly the same thing, I think that's oversimplifying it. Um, now, the people, for example, on the college campuses, for example, um, I believe, and, and certain actors and actresses and stuff like that, I believe that uh, there are people out there that did genuinely celebrate the terrorist activity, but they hid behind, they hid behind um, vaguenesses, right? When you have people like musicians sharing pictures of paragliders and be like, oh, I want to learn how to paraglide someday. I don't think that I don't think that I'm going to extend them the benefit of the doubt, even though they say, well, I didn't directly say I celebrated it. Um, I think you kind of did. Um, all these college kids, um, you know, all these college kids that signed a letter like freaking minutes after the terrorist attack, they kind of did too. Um, I understand if a Jewish person doesn't want to hire these people, but I don't think they should have their lives ruined for expressing an opinion. I mean, people are allowed to be wrong too, by the way. I mean, people are allowed to be wrong. And I happen to think, I know this is controversial and people are getting mad, but I mean, there are, there are things that I've learned about what the IDF has done that are appalling, appalling. Um, and so I'm not going to pick a side. I'm not going to pretend like, um, you know, yeah, I think that terrorists suck and should, and should get rooted out and whatever. 100%. 100%. But I'm not going to pretend like there aren't numerous incidents of the IDF killing unarmed civilians, showing up at funerals and, and, and shooting people at the funeral with rubber bullets, shutting off the water, shutting off, you know, the internet, electricity, to the entire region. These things are not things that the good guys do. I don't support Hamas. And I 100% support Israeli Defense Force putting a hole in every one of them. Okay? But what I really support is not getting the frick involved. <laughs> not getting involved. I'm on America's side. That rumple, what is field agreements like a powder you put in your water? Yeah, basically. America first, America second, America last. Let them fight over the sand. Why is U.S. funny both sides of that? Yeah, no kidding, right? Like I just, I know I shed a lot of, I shed a lot of viewers when I, when I, when I didn't, you know, first of all, when I didn't say, haha, Jews bad, which is weird. I shouldn't say a lot, but a few. And then I also shed a few more when I said like, hey, you know what? The IDF has done some effed up stuff too. You know? Um, people just want tribalism and they want life to be nice and simple. I don't think Hamas are freedom fighters. I think they're terrorists that deserve the worst. Um... But I also don't, uh, I don't support, you know, the IDF keeping the Palestinian people 
uh, in the, you know, the conditions that they're in. Now, if Hamas would spend some of their own money, by the way, you know the leader of that group was like a multi-billionaire, right? He's worth like $3.2 billion. He lives in Qatar. You know, America can just stay the F out of it. I still see people left of center say that Ukraine funding is only a fraction of the military spending, like it's some sort of excuse. Yeah, that too. I'm an equal opportunity offender. That's true. I am, yeah. Palestine's government is totally relying on Israel for electricity and water. Why? I mean, I don't know. That's a good question to ask. I mean, Hamas has billions of dollars. Um, they haven't had an election there in like 20 years. But uh, they're, not, they're not investing in their own infrastructure. At least that's what people say. I don't know the answer. It seems like as an American, you know, I'm uh, out of touch. You know, they're boxed in by, what, Egypt on the north? Who doesn't want them? Israel on the south? I think we could just send Hunter in. Yeah, I think so. So we talked about John Stewart. We talked about, uh, I think we talked about Zegler tanking another movie. I feel like we did. I feel like we did. Her next movie, uh, her next movie is uh, The Hunger Games, which I don't know if anyone knew about or cared. The U.S. is involved. The U.S. told Israel wait for U.S. troops and weapons to be in place before they begin the ground combat. Great. Yeah, weren't they supposed to start ground combat like two weeks ago? Hamas digs up their water pipes to make missiles. They have done that. Yeah, they have turned water pipes into missiles. That's true. I don't know why we don't send all the uh, the woke uh, trans individuals. What we should do is deploy the woke trans individuals in our military and all of the um, social workers. I didn't even get involved in my friend's paintball or laser tag arguments. Yeah, that's probably all right. Yeah, they're making another Hunger Games, but it's it looks like it's it's set to have a franchise worst opening. By the way, did you know that Rachel Zegler, you know the woke brat um starring in the S Snow White remake, she has never been she has never been in a movie that's made a dime. She was in West Side Story that lost over 150 million dollars. She was in Shazam which lost $100 million, the sequel. And she is in Hunger Games, which is trending to lose money. And she's in Snow White, which, if the outrage maintains, will also lose money. The Jews run the music industry, the sports industry, Hollywood. Like, you can't be anti-Jew if you want a job in this country anymore. They run our country. Um, I mean, I just think people shouldn't be anti-any people. In general, you know. So this broad, I mean, she continues to get work, 
This movie is now trending. You see, if this film does indeed flop, it will mark another flop in Rachel Zegler's short career. Currently, all films the actress has starred in have been box office losers. Those films are West Side Story and Shazam! Fury of the Gods. The Hunger Game, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snake arrives November 17th, but is set to only open to about $30 million. $30 million. Box Office Pro recently shared their long-range predictions for the Rachel Zegler film, predicting the film will gross between $35 and $45 million in its domestic opening. The outlet also predicted the film would only gross between $90 and $140 million in its entire domestic box office run. The previous worst opening in Hunger Games history was 2015's The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2, which grossed $102 million in its opening weekend and went on to earn $280 million. So this film is set to make half. This film is set to make half of what the worst film they released made. Unfollowed thumbs down. Islam wants everyone to submit and be a slave. What did what does that even mean? What when did I say what? It's so weird how people just like insert their own uh, like I never said anything about Islam and I certainly don't think that I stand by that. I don't think people should just be anti-other people um, by default. There are plenty of people who are Muslim that probably don't believe that, but I don't know. Perhaps I'm just uh, perhaps I'm just uh, a, a rube. It's entirely possible. Maybe she can star in Robin Hood too. Yeah. I don't even, I remember the, uh, I remember the, um, Hunger Games. I saw the first movie and I didn't really give it. I mean, I was like dumb. There were so many things that happened in that movie that were insane plot armor that I was just, I remember like when the next movie came out or whatever, I had no interest at all in seeing it. Like I had no other. By the way, if you're in, if you're enjoying the show, or maybe the show's infuriating you, I hope that you'll click that follow button. Right below the video, there's a a green follow button. If you don't have the uh, Rumble app, maybe make sure you grab it, download it, and um, make sure you give me a follow. The only thing it notifies you of is when I go live. So get the Rumble app, follow me here, hit the follow button. Um, and also if you're, Hey Jeremy, Luis Rossman put out another video on gray J. I mean, at this point I'll talk to Luis directly. Um, happy to, if you are enjoying the show and you want to support me, you know, if you like the opening memes and you like the, you know, the graphics and this, that, and the other, I've got two full-time video editors and a full-time graphics designer. You could click the join button down below. That will take you to my locals, which is five bucks a month. And, um, you know, it goes directly supporting the channel. So I hope that you'll consider it. Um, you know, I've been trying to push that. We do some members only stuff over there, but if you're enjoying the, if you're enjoying the channel, uh, I hope that you'll, 
click that support button because it goes miles and miles and miles to support creators. And if you don't support me, you want to support someone else, I 100% understand that too. Just know that it is extremely helpful. Now uh, I'm going to put some stuff up on the set. So if it makes you mad or bored, I understand. 100%. I was really looking forward to the Hunger Games because of President Snow backstory, whose book popped up in 2020. Loved the book series, Snakes and Songbirds, pissed at the Segler, yeah. Okay. It's about to get real gay in here. So here are some of the things I got. I got, this is for the set. So I got like a Camp Crystal Lake mug. I thought that we could put back there um, somewhere. I tried to represent most of the, most of the kind of spooky season. So like we could put this there. Uh, let's see. I got this Elm Street sign. That I think we could put. Right there. That looks pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, then. I got this. Hold on. It's a, it's a, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre snow globe. Uh, make sure you, if you can't send, if you can't stand him, to send in a hundred rumble rants to tell him how you really feel. Let him know that by sending lots of money, it really shows him. That's true. So maybe we could put that there. It's kind of hard to see. Uh, okay. Here's one of the things I got that I thought was a ripoff, but it was just, I've never seen anything like it. So it's a little bobblehead of Georgie with his arm missing from it. Now they got $40 for this. Put the globe by the sign. Put the... As far as an interior designer, don't quit your day job. Well, yeah, that used to be Maggie's job, but she abandoned me. So this... Yeah, we really... Hey, come on now. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> Ha ha ha.
nothing really says F you like an unfollow super chat. Did I get one? Trying to save the packaging. Because apparently, oh, it's, it's packed really well. It does bobble, it looks like. Hold on. Oh, what in the heck? Why? Okay. Here's this guy. We all float down here. Huh? Um, should we put him here? Or will, will they be blocked? They'll be blocked. They're probably better off over here. Um, then. I got this, which is more of a bigger statement piece that I won't be able to put up right now because it's one of those vacuum sealed packages that I don't know if I can, I don't think I have a skizzers. I mean, I could put it up like this, but that might look weird or maybe not. Just like that. That seems okay. Take some of the other stuff down. Ah! My $40 bobblehead! Should probably um, get like a black backdrop or something, huh? Oh, I've got another. I got this mug. It says the many faces of Michael Myers. And it's got like excited, sleepy, confused, jealous, sad, happy, angry, calm. I should probably get like a black backdrop. Promise I'll pay that yearly fee, Jeremy. I'm just backed up for the hotel room. And this, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Then I got this bobblehead. Michael Myers. Should have put the hockey mask up on the 13th. Well, I didn't have, I just got it this weekend. I have fought, I can't wait. Um, oh, the pumpkins from last year? I don't know. Maggie, where is she in chat? She would know. I don't know where they are. Maggie does, though. She's in chat anywhere. I feel like I had other. I had more um, decorations, which I need to unearth. 
But check this Michael Myers one out. This is pretty cool. He's also got a neck brace. He's just peeking out. He's just peeking out. Should I put him back here? Um, I got more stuff. I feel like now that you say I do have. Wait, Mama Megs, where is she? Why? What are you asking? Where is the rest of my Halloween stuff? All right, cool, Lord of the Re. Definitely a corner piece. Should put it in the corner. They need to be bigger. I mean, that's, that's yeah. That's you know, ain't that the truth? I'm trying to see here. The pumpkins and gourds are from last year. Were real and fed to the woodland creatures. Oh, there you go. See, they were actually real, <laughs> so there is no bringing them back. Check this out, though. Check this out. Grudge be a set director. No, that's Maggie's job. That she's un not paid to do. Uh? Oh, crap. Hopefully they still work. Gonna have to hang these up. The real nightmare is untangling them. <laughs> See, this is a crap, you know, that Maggie used to do for me that I just can't, I can't do it. I can't. I'm incapable. I'm a man-child. Everything they say about me is true. I can't even begin. I'm so frustrated. 
This is a disaster. Why would they why would they send this all tangled up like this? Makes no sense. It's uh very frustrating. <sighs> okay, there's three heads available. Okay, I see what I got going on here now. Okay, okay. Three heads untangled, as you do. Okay, now we're clearing the fourth head. Nope, that's not the fourth head. But we will clear it. Okay. I still have a bunch of Michael Myers heads that are tangled up. Maybe I should do this after stream. I think I should do this after... I'm so close. I'm seeing the tangles now. I'm like in the matrix. In the fifth dimension. I'm seeing... I'm seeing the, the knot. The, the... I'm seeing clearly now that the Michael Myers head is gone. And that it must be spun around. Oh my god, am I going to do it? Nobody knows. Okay, so this one has to come through here. I'm gonna do it. Okay, so that goes there. This pulls through. That goes there. I have freed another Michael Myers head. Okay. We need to go back under the loop. Okay. This Michael Myers head goes underneath here. This Michael Myers head goes through here. That is free. Then this... Michael Myers head unspins. Okay. Okay, and then it goes through here. I have freed a sixth Michael Myers head. Come on. Come on. Come on. Boom. Oh my god, I'm so close. Can't you just feel it? A seventh Michael Myers head has been cleared. The last Michael Myers head. Eh. Eh. Goes through the sound box. We're so close. I did it. Oh, this is like a long span. This is a long span. I, I might actually have to...
wait. No! No! I need like tape or something. I'm gonna need tape. Unless I put them all on the same shelf. Unless I put them all on the same shelf. If I put them all on the same shelf, then we can have some more fun with it. It's probably really meant to just Just have my husband handle it. I'm a Barbie. I'm not a Ken. Then I have this thing. I don't know what it is. But it plugs in. So I don't know what exactly it does. I couldn't really gather it from the box. So let's find out. Wait, what? It's just a pumpkin. I thought this was supposed to be Friday the 13th. I'll get some, uh, I'll get some, uh, I have some of those, um, whatchamacallits. Wait, Maggie's giving me pointers? I can't, I'm not seeing. Maggie, get in the signal chat. Oh, is there a little 3M hooks for the lights? But it's kind of satisfying to watch you struggle. Hey! Where are those 3M hooks? Where did she say they are? This is, um... I'll show you, Maggie. I don't need you. Uh, okay, so there's this. Maggie knows I'm going to have my wife come up here and fix it. That's just happening. Okay, so there's this thing. I don't know what this is. It's supposed to be Friday the 13th, but it's just, just a pumpkin. Maggie says the Halloween trees are in the orange bins in the basement. Okay. Yes, they are. Okay, so I don't... What in the flip is this? Okay, here's some... What appears to be a stand of some sort. We have this. Maybe this sticks into the ground? Oh, this is just a terrible decision by me. This thing's supposed to be outside, I think. Yes, it's just a projector. You dumbass. And you paid $40 for it. Stupid idiot. Idiot! Well, let me try, see if I can figure something out here. 
big, stupid, dumb idiot. Let's see. this work. can I use this? It needs to be like here. And like... to be like a there there is like something I could like I have one right here. I actually have a mic stand. I just have to figure out how to attach it to the mic stand. It'd be nice if they made this a quarter inch. Wait a minute. Wait just a cotton picking minute. pretty cool. That looks okay. Just cram all the shelf and stuff on one shelf. There's a disaster. Maybe said there's 3M hooks in the drawer. My drawer? Copy her desk. Too small. Well, 
I mean, I'd have to take a shelf out, probably. All my videos will get the copyright struck. I think that looks okay. Oh, that, that's nice and big. Yeah? And then with these, I'll get the 3M hooks. Oh, the batteries fell off. Okay. Obviously, I can't have the the Christmas decorating vid decorating be awful, but I'll be there for it. Yeah. Well, I have a lot more like uh, I have a lot more Christmas decorations. I feel like I need like a black backdrop. You know. I think a black backdrop would be better. I didn't, I couldn't tell what this was. I didn't know it was a projector. Now I do. All right. Huh? This shelf over here does not look great, but I think if I like use the 3M hooks and do that, I feel like this just needs to move down just a skosh. Now I wrecked it. I could have just put this as a graphic on my videos. <laughs> I didn't have to do all that. All right, well, I'll finish decorating off stream. You all have a, a wonderful day, and uh, we'll be back at it tomorrow. There is Black with Stars fabric for the backdrop in the Halloween bins as well. Boom! There you go. I'll go down and look. Because I think I have Halloween trees too. And I'll find the 3M things. Take the shelf out? I could just take this shelf out. But then it would just be Friday the 13th. It'd be kind of boring. Nice background. It has potential now. Spend the money and have Maggie fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Maggie, come over and fix it for me. Oh, wait. You said there. 3M hooks. I would look by the hutch by my desk. Small clear bin with the red top latches on both sides. Perfect. I'll find it. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs>